pre-crime. They accused me of a pre-crime. This is not, no. No. I've been minority reporting. You're clearly not just taking toilet paper back to your family. So I've had very few run-ins with the law. It's not surprising given what you know about me and my life and how I live it. The one that comes to mind from a story you were just telling uh, involves a magazine and it's it's very innocent. Like I, I honestly didn't even know I was doing anything wrong, which also makes it bad because you know, I'm, I'm just entitled a-hole doing what I did and I'm realizing that it's wrong. But uh, so I'm at, a, I'm at a store. I think I was with a friend at the time, just trying to kill time, not doing anything really. Uh, and they have a magazine. I it was probably actually it wasn't Electronic Game Monthly because I had a subscription to that one, so I wouldn't have bothered reading it in the store. Some gaming magazine, whatever it was, and I want to look at the magazine. And unfortunately, it's in one of the bags. Like it's it's bagged up with a disc and everything. The bag. So I'm like, I want to I want to read the magazine. So tear open the bag and just put the bag there on the side and start looking through the magazine, and then reading through I don't know what page I'd probably gotten to feel somebody come behind me and it's just like excuse me oh yeah I just as I can you come with me please I'm just like uh what uh what, sure there's like I, I, t- just bring the magazine just come with me and I have to go back to the the office of the store manager or whatever it was <laughs> I can't remember of the store uh to have them say you know uh do you know why we brought you back here and I'm like I, I, I guess I opened the magazine. They're like, yeah, you open the magazine. That's basically stealing. Now we can't sell this. I'm like, oh, I, yeah, I guess I'm, I'm, I'm just like blown away. I'm just like, I get, yeah, I hadn't thought about that. I do that, you know, at home when I get the magazine from the mail. So I just thought, Hey, I'll do it here in the store. If I want to read the magazine, didn't occur to me not to do that. Cause you're a hole if you do. So I, I, long story short, I got it off with like a warning. I, Pretty much every time I've gotten in trouble with the law, it's been in my hometown. And I always get off with a warning because my dad fixes the air conditioners of, like, everybody in the city, including, like, the policemen. So it's always like, I know your dad. He's a good man. You're lucky you're getting off with a warning. I'm definitely going to tell him about this. We're going to let you off with a warning because it's really hot and I don't want to deal with this. Actually, yeah, that's a good point. There's one time I got off with a warning because, uh... So uh, you go into a shopping center and sometimes there's like a little, you know, e- an exit that's like sl- uh, slanted. It's not straight. And so Wait. you can you can exit, but you cannot go in that way. What? <laughs> what? That's just, it's some shopping centers like have an exit that you it's only an exit. It's not an entrance. Oh, let, okay. Go in. For, to the parking lot. It's like the. OK, I thought you meant there was like a door. Right. That you, they would only let you go out and not in. And yes. Like, there's only slanted doors here in Virginia. <laughs> Keep so up. confused. No, what the hell that would be. I don't um, That's why I had to specify. Carry on. Yeah, so an interest to the parking lot. Um, uh, me and my... I think she was wife at the time. We might have been dating. Actually, we were probably dating because we it was still in my... Where I lived at the time. And we hadn't been... We hadn't gotten married. So yeah, it was my... my fiance whatever she was at the time uh she you know tells me go in there and i'm like oh well, i'm just gonna pull in right here and she's like that's that's an exit you shouldn't go in there and i do and sure enough cop like waiting right right inside the entrance of the parking lot <laughs> what the crap is wrong with where you grew up cops aren't in charge of parking lot maintenance he he was bored i guess 
Opening a magazine isn't a crime. <laughs> oh, you're just going to defend me on these. These were all very wrong things that I did, and I understand that. And I no, they're not. Well, this one was. It was. It was. It was. It was. It was illegal. I should have done it. And so I, I pull in there, and you know, he starts. It's a parking lot. It's private property. There is no law. There is only suggestions and common decency. You can't get arrested for breaking common decency. Okay, I didn't expect this to be a hill you would die on, but my story. So let me continue. <laughs> so I pull in there, and uh, he says, "You know, I, you know, that's an exit, right? That's not an entrance." And I'm like, "Oh, yeah, sorry. I guess I shouldn't have done that." And he's like, "Well." The game's starting in about five minutes, so I'm going to let you off with a warning. <laughs> so I also got off because of a football game, which pissed my wife off. She still is mad about that. She still brings that up. You got off because there's no charges he could make stick. He was just being a dick. He was abusing the power that comes with the police state that is, apparently, your little town of Kansas. Again, this, no, this is not in Kansas. This is in Virginia. This was... A Virginia. <laughs> not a small town. So... Those are my run-ins with the law. I've, I'm a criminal. I always get off. It's not surprising. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, I'm, I'm like incensed that you even had to go through this. Like these are, these are people overstepping their bounds. You could have bought that magazine. Oh, I was not going to buy that magazine. Did they know that? Could they prove that? Had you walked out without it yet? I'm pretty sure that was the first question they asked. Was like, are, were you going to buy this? And I'm like, no. It's like, then why did you open it? Oh, well, oh that's where the problem then, is. Then you need to learn to lie to authorities. <laughs> no, I don't, because I don't do it often enough. That's not something I need to learn. I need to put that in my You're repertoire. You're the one who just had two stories that you could list off. So apparently you do it often enough that you have you have a record. I doubt that. I think it's more they see my name, and it's, uh, it was my small town, so they know the last name is my... They know my dad, and they just say, Ah, we know who you are. We're going to tell him about this. It's like they have power over me that way. I can get free air conditioning next month. <laughs> <laughs> Let your son off with a warning. If you catch my drift. Uh, that is disturbing. I uh, So much wrong. So much abuse of power. Nepotism. All kinds of bad things. I brought this up because I figured you probably had some kind of story the same way. Story the same way. But no, your problem is just that I, I got attacked by the man. So I do have one story that's a little more on the light side. Uh, these are all light side stories. There's nothing about this like, oh, serious, dark conversation. It's like, no. Well, there was the time I murdered a guy and got off for it. That one's a that one's. I a think that would have been on this podcast by now. I think this one has as well, but I can't remember. When I was a kid, I just really liked toilet papering. I just loved the rush of giving someone toilet paper. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta get that high from the two-ply. <laughs> I never felt more alive than when I was wrapping someone's mailbox. Oh my god, in Charmin! You, it was just like that. You needed to get out more. What? I was out. I was out. and I was alive. No, it was amazing. Sniff that Charmin. So me and my two friends, we wanted to go out toilet paper, and so we snuck out middle of the night, and we we just kind of dawdled. This was summer. We were in it was the summer between junior high and high school. We had nothing going on, so we ended up just wandering around our neighborhood middle of the night for probably three, four hours with toilet paper, trying to decide who we were going to hit, who we were just going to get real good. Because, you know, you have lots of options, you know. You have people you know, you have people you don't like, you have the people you, the girls you do like, you go get their house, or you could go, you know, get your friends. And so finally we decided who we were going to go, and we're walking to their house. And by this point, it is three in the morning, and we hear someone yell, Hey, 
what are you kids doing? And we turned and we looked and, and like we had a plan. Like we talked about, if anyone sees us, we're going to say we're walking home from a party. With toilet so paper. So we turned and we looked like, oh, the toilet paper was hidden. Jason. Where do you hide? It's a pretty big roll. Where are you hiding it? My friends were wearing hoodies, so they had them stuffed in those little big front kangaroo yeah, pouches. Little and I had pockets sweat. like that. You, you were not the hiding pit, it. Like you, you absolutely they were. were found they were fat the kids. They, they had plenty it. of room. Continue. Yeah. Well, they. Yeah. And um. Yeah. So we turned and we're going to say, "Like we're just coming home from a pot," and we realized that standing on the doorstep is a dude in his underwear holding a shotgun. And instantly, your plan that you've preconceived goes away at that point because you realize you're dealing with a person who had a moment to decide, pants, gun, pants, gun, pants, and they took the gun. <laughs> and so you don't want to argue with this person. So we instantly just like, uh, 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 nothing. We're just going, uh, uh, uh. Like, you sit right there. I'm calling the cops. So, you know, people always ask like, why didn't you run? Because he had a gun and we were scared. The cops show up. By this point, the cops are trying to calm him down. His wife is trying to calm him down or at least give him a robe. Because he refuses to not be the angry guy in his underwear brandishing a shotgun at three punks who just happened to wander past his house. And like he kept saying, they were in my property. They were stealing my chainsaws. Like, And they're like, you stealing this guy's chainsaws? No, we were going to toilet paper his house. Oh, damn it. No, we weren't even going to toilet paper his house. We were just walking past his house to the house we were going to toilet paper. The cop's like, seriously, what are you guys doing out this late? We were going to go toilet papering. I'm like, well, it's probably a good thing he called us. Um, we're going to take down your statements and we're going to. So my two friends, one of them, his dad worked. I, uh, he was self-employed and he, he actually was just in the habit of working all night. So he was actually awake when this happened. So they called him and he's like, oh, whatever. My other friend, his parents were out of town, so they just got a hold of his older brother who thought this whole thing was hilarious. My dad was home, and my dad was pissed. So I had to deal with that. The best part of this whole thing, like, oh, so um, the, when the cop was taking my my, the, my statement, my two friends went with one cop, I went with the other. And so he's like, do you have any do you have any weapons or anything like that on you? Like, no. Do you have any contraband, any drugs, anything like that? No. What do you have on you? And I'm like, well, I don't have a sweatshirt, so I'm not holding anything there. I had to stash my toilet paper down the legs of my sweatpants. Again, not a great place to hide. <laughs> no, 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 not. I agree. But I reached down there and I pulled out like, I have some toilet paper, sir. And he's like, write something. I'm like, wait, what? <laughs> I go to face the... We were young enough that we didn't have to go to court. We just had to face the 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 resource officer of our school in his office. That sounds like somebody who has literally no power. <laughs> <laughs> because I was someone who committed literally no crime. Right. I don't need to face real corn. I didn't do anything. No. But he, he looked over the charge like, okay, so we have a curfew violation. We have uh, accused of trespassing. Were you trespassing? I didn't step on his property until he pointed a gun at me and told me to sit in his lawn. All right. Well, fair enough. He crosses that out. He keeps reading. In possession of toilet paper after midnight. <laughs> looks at the paper. Looks at me. Looks at the paper. Kind of chews on his lip a little bit. That's still legal in this state. <laughs> he crosses it off. <laughs> so on my record, it says, in possession of toilet paper after midnight, crossed out. In my old record. That's expunged. I was, I was a minor. 
Oh, that is so lame. <laughs> yeah. Like to, the, the biggest crime there was the guy pointing the shotgun at you and saying, get over here. Like that's uh, having toilet paper and doing nothing with it. That's literally just carrying toilet paper around. Like it, n- nobody could yeah. possibly prove unless you threw it at like a tree somewhere else nearby. And it's like, okay, well you have the evidence. You clearly did this. Now I've got you. But if you did nothing with it, you were thinking about doing it. Then yeah, it's like, I might just be really prepared for bad situations. I mean, no, clearly you were going to do it, but you didn't do it. So, I mean, there's nothing they can do. It's not like he said, he bit his lip and crossed it out. It's like, okay, well. Pre-crime. Pre-crime. They, they, they accused me of a pre-crime. <laughs> this is not, no. No, that's not Minority Report. You had the toilet I've been paper. Minority reported. You were walking around after midnight with toilet paper. You were clearly not just taking toilet paper back to your family or had to stop and go. You don't know that. They don't know that. I, they know that. They also know that they couldn't do anything to you, so they put you with the resource officer. Who's like, uh, my job sucks. You're past curfew, so don't do that again. Now leave. I, I, I did have to do some community service. And so, that's I mean, that's fine. That's what you should do to kids that are yeah. going to likely paper toilet, toilet paper or something, but have not, so... Honestly, like if I were those cops, I'd be like, these kids have been held at gunpoint for 20 minutes. I think they've learned their lesson. My friends wouldn't ever went toilet papering again. Only I was so addicted to the rush that I wanted to go back out there and, and get back on that horse. Yeah, the bigger concern is the guy with the shotgun just waving around at kids in the middle of the night. That's that's the bigger concern here. That's, well, that's Idaho. That's the, the worst episode of Cops I've ever seen. <laughs> So were you a toilet paper? Did you toilet paper as a child? No, I never. I never once toilet papered anything. I hated when people would toilet paper things of mine because it's just annoying to have to get rid of, especially if they do it up in the trees, like to get it down from the trees. It's like, that's just going to be a pain. So no, I, I have never once, never once done that. Never egged a house. I think I was with friends when they wanted to go destroy pumpkins and they like threw one of them and we're like, here, chuck this one. And I like threw it and it didn't break. And I'm like, that sucked. <laughs> and i just i just kind of wandered with them at that point and didn't didn't do anything else myself so the reason you never committed vandalism is you were bad at it yeah there's also a time in high in college where me and uh i think she was a ex-girlfriend at the time she wasn't my girlfriend but uh we were bored one day so we went to the farmer's market that was nearby and they had a giant pumpkin like massive award-winning pumpkin and we were gonna steal it we were going to put it in the back of my car and a, I have a Chevy Cavalier. So that's difficult. <laughs> and also, uh, we, we were pretty small. She's, she's pretty petite and I, you know, am a skinny, scrawny man. So we, we tried every which way we could to lift it. We couldn't do that. So we tried rolling it. Couldn't get the angle right. So we just laughed our butts off and left. But when we told our friends about it the next day, they're like, I'm glad you didn't steal that. That would have been a real asshole thing to do. It's like, I know God <laughs> chill out. It's a pumpkin. <laughs> They'll grow another one. So. <laughs> it was a big enough pumpkin to win awards. You can't just grow another That's one. That's true, yeah. It's, I, I, trust me, looking back, I'm like, yeah, I'm glad we didn't steal it. But I, it's also, like, the biggest attempted crime that I've ever <laughs> committed. Hey, guys. Steve here. Wanted to thank you for tuning in to another episode of Today I Learned Nothing. I hope you enjoy the show half as much as we enjoy creating it. You can follow more of our shenanigans on Twitter. I am at Idahobo, and Jason is at the Jason Ziggler. Hey.